Hi, this is Annie Fox for Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Galit Breen. Galit is a writer whose first book, Kindness Wins, is a simple, no-nonsense guide to teaching our kids how to be kind online. She's also the head of marketing and communication for VProud, a video-driven conversation made by women for women to discuss what's important to them in a troll-free environment. Today, we'll be talking about kindness as it relates to cyberbullying. Hi, Galit. Welcome to Family Confidential. Hi, Annie. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, thanks for making the time. You know, I want to jump right into this because we don't have a lot of time, but I know the kids spend a lot of time online. And today, we're going to be talking about kindness online, which almost seems like an oxymoron. Mm. So um, if you wouldn't mind sharing your story, I know that you wrote an article um, after your 12th anniversary about, about the 12 lessons of love and, and successful marriages. And you got some unexpected feedback. Can you tell us about that? I did. I did. So a few days after that article published, I went to go see how it was doing. I took a peek at the comments, which Uh-oh. you're often told not to do. <laughs> I know. I know better. But I did go look. And what I found there was that people weren't really commenting about marriage or my article or my writing. They were commenting on my weight and how fat I looked in my wedding dress. Oh my so gosh. I experienced that cyberbullying that our kids go through firsthand, but as an adult. And so that was kind of my impetus into this. Well, let me ask you a question. I mean, as much as we could say, um, don't let it bother you, mm-hmm. cruelty hurts. Cruelty hurts. And I have learned through my experience that that is not very good advice, <laughs> telling people not to worry about it or not to let it bother you or that what other people say doesn't matter. Right. It does matter. It does hurt. And it hurt me as an adult. I can only imagine what yeah. it feels like for kids when they go through it. And so it sounds like you learned from your experience how you processed it. And then what was your next step? So it took me a little bit of time to get I'm sure. That, but I knew I knew even then that I was going to do something about it. So I screen capped three of the comments that were left on my article and I left them on my desktop until I was ready to do something. And when I was, I wrote a second article. And this time it was for XOJane.com and it was called It Happened to Me. I wrote an article about marriage and all anyone noticed is that I'm fat. And in that article, I really only said two things. I said, let's not talk about other people's bodies. And we can all use to be a little bit kinder to each other online. And that article went viral. That we It was featured on the Today Show. And we, my husband and I were interviewed for Inside Edition. It was published on Time. And it kind of opened the door to this kindness conversation. It showed me that... Um, we're all ready. We're all ready for a change online. We want wow. it to be normal to be kind. Good for you. Yes. And normal to be kind. This is interesting. Uh, several years back, I started a Facebook forum called Cruels Not Cool. Very nice. <laughs> with the idea of turning this paradigm on its head because we've been getting so many messages for so long that snarky is actually the way to be. Mm-hmm. And until we figure out that just because we've normalized something doesn't mean it's good, healthy, beneficial, helpful, um, we really, we really need to change. So kudos to you. I'm really so proud of you for having written that. And I feel encouraged to know that a lot of people pick this up. Yes, I felt this exact same way. And a lot of people asked me, didn't you see the ugliness of the world through those comments? And I did. Of course I did. But seeing how many people wanted to carry the kindness message really gave me a lot of hope. So tell me about about 
the book and how that evolved, Kindness Wins. So from there, a lot of people wrote me wonderful notes of support and also saying, you know, what can we do? Let's do something about this. And which, of course, my answer was yes, but what? (laughs) I really didn't have a clue where to go next with it until something interesting happened. My own daughter asked if she could go online with her friends. And And how old was she at the time? She was 10 at the time. And um, she was probably in the middle of her set of friends to go online. So about half of them are already online and about half are like us, not quite there yet. Um, But that was a hard question to ask me at that time after I had just experienced something so volatile and so hard. How could I send my baby out to those same murky waters? Um, But then I thought, okay, I can do this. This might be my something. I can, you know, I have a degree in education. I've been working online for six years. I get kids. I get teaching. Um, There's some lessons to be taught here. And that's how everything started for me. Wow. So the message to parents in a nutshell is let your kids go online, but prepare them. But prepare them. It is all about the conversations that we have our kids well before, all the time during, and maybe even sometimes after about Mm -hmm. how do we act online. They just don't know. A lot of the things that I see kids do online isn't because they're mean or they're bullies or they're raised wrong. They just don't know how to be there. They don't know how much impact their online actions have on their friends and peers. So it's our job to teach them. It definitely is our our job to teach them. I'm thinking what you're saying, the ongoing conversations are so important important because, you know, kids pick up on the cues of the behavior of people around them. And if they're surrounded by kids who are unsupervised online and what they're seeing in terms of behavior and what is normal in their eyes is hurtful behavior, then they go, oh, I guess that's, that's the rule of the playground here. And, and, and you need to counter those messages. Absolutely. And the other thing that adds to that is that they're not seeing the reactions of their friends when they are hurt. It's not face to face. And so when someone kind of takes a pause or maybe even starts crying or their face looks surprised, they just don't see that because it's online. So good, kind kids are doing unkind things because they just don't know about the impact that they're having. So that's where we step in over and over and over again and And show them. And what do you do when you step in, for example? So it's all about the conversations. I don't marionette what my daughter does online. I don't tell her you have to post this or you may not post that. And I don't even monitor everything she does online because A, that's exhausting and B, it's impossible. These kids are so smart. They can, they're on, you know, right, they can right. do things. They know how to hide things. So that's not my goal. My goal is to teach her how to maneuver online when I'm not there. So I do that in two ways. The first is I model a lot. I don't hide anything that I do online from her. So when she says, what are you doing? I turn my phone toward her and I show her, hey, this person was having a bad day. So I commented on her post or look at that. No likes on that one yet. I'm going to help out. Those kinds of things. And also when I see unkind things, look at this person. They did that. What could they have done differently? I wonder if I can step in in any way and help. What do you think? Those kinds of conversations. And then I also help her with hers. If she is tagged in something that she's uncomfortable with, or if we, she and I both see something that her friends are posting online that we both think are a little, ooh, what do we do with that? We talk about it. And I just keep that conversation really, really open. And I assume she's going to make mistakes. So I also teach her how to come back from them, just like I make mistakes every day and I have to come back from them too. This is, this is brilliant parenting. I love it. And, you know, as parents... We are teachers. And, and if you know what the curriculum is, you want to raise a child who is kind and respectful, compassionate, and helpful. I kept hearing the word help. How can I help? What can I do to help? Is this helpful? And if it's not, 
how can I modify the response I'm considering so that it is more helpful? Um, you know, I, I did a post a couple of weeks ago with two jars. It was called A Tale of Two Jars. And one jar was labeled helpful and the other jar was labeled not helpful. Mm-hmm. And the idea of what we click on, even just to peruse, mm-hmm. certainly what we post, what we comment on, to stop and pause and think, hmm, is this helpful or is it mm, maybe not so helpful? And for kids to understand obviously that their choices matter and that there's someone on the receiving end of this. You may not see them, but isn't this what empathy is, Galit? I mean, to be able to take that other person's perspective and say, how would you feel if you received a comment like that? Mm -hmm. Helpful or not? And then take that to action, right? So empathy is all about that kindness plus action. What can you do to be helpful? What is it that you're going to do to change the tone of a conversation? Not saying something is the exact same thing as being a part of it. Oh, yes. Can we say that one again? Um, Was it it Martin Luther King Jr. who said, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem? Yes. And it's still true today online. Isn't it amazing? All those things that we know to be true in person are the exact same things that are true online. And that's what we need to teach our kids. I think what's so interesting is if you can look at it instead of like, oh, we're being barraged by negativity, you're really being barraged by opportunities to to show what you (laughs) can do. And so if you really use those opportunities, it almost accelerates your learning as a person of character and um, of integrity. And it changes your whole experience, right? We talk about how negative being online can be for kids, but it's not all negative. There's a lot of really positive things about it, which is why they're still there, which is why parents and teachers are still allowing their kids to be there. We just have to really show them how to do exactly what you just said. Look for the opportunities to make it a positive experience for everyone. And and to let kids know how much power they have for good. Yes, that's huge. That's huge. They have so much impact and they often don't know that. Often they don't. And um, that's part of the teaching that I do is to let kids know how powerful they are. Um, often the kids who write to me, and I've been on the receiving end of email from kids around the world for 18 years now, they write to me in, with, a, with a sense of powerlessness. She did this to me. She said this. It was so hurtful. And, and I don't know what to do. And they often feel victimized. Mm-hmm. And yet to turn that around is, yes, um, this happened. Yes, it was uncomfortable and hurtful. Now, what can you do about it that's going to make you feel better and to keep the dignity of of your friend intact? That's the other part of it. And to change the conversation, right? What can you do to change the conversation? I always tell kids, sit with it. Sit with the first. It's okay to feel sad and uncomfortable, but I did. I did for months and I was an adult. You know, these are children. Sit with it. And then do something about it. And that's that's where we change things, after we yeah. change the whole conversation. That's wonderful. I love what we're talking about. We can go on forever. Unfortunately, um, we only have a couple of minutes left. And what I would love for you to do is give our viewers and listeners an opportunity to find out where they can learn more about your work. Wonderful. Thank you, Annie. So I blog at theselittlewaves.com. My name, Galit, means little waves. That's where the name for my blog came from. And I am just my name on every social media platform. So just Galit Green on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And I would absolutely love to hear from anyone with any questions or thoughts or experiences on any of those places. This is great. I so appreciate the work that you're doing, Galit. Um, You and I are on the same team, and it's really nice to know that. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks again for your time. Thank you, Annie. This is Annie Fox, your Family Confidential. 
To learn more about my work for parents of teens and tweens, visit AnnieFox.com. And please check out my parenting book, Teaching Kids to Be Good People, Progressive Parenting for the 21st Century, and my latest book for tween girls, The Girls' Q&A Book on Friendship, 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. And if you like this podcast, and we hope you do, please consider rating us on iTunes. It may seem like a small thing to you, but it will mean a lot to us. Family Confidential Podcast is produced by Electric Eggplant, creators of books and apps for parents, kids, tweens, and teens. And tune in next time when our guest will be Dr. Devorah Heitner. Dr. Heitner is the founder and director of Raising Digital Natives, a resource for parents and schools seeking advice on how to help children thrive in a world of digital connectedness. And so until next time... Happy parenting.